Good morning. Good morning. Do I sound okay? You sound crystal clear. Oh, my computer's being funky. Um, well, good morning. I'm Katie. And I'm Eric. And this is 30-minute series where we talk about TV. And today, uh, we have three exciting things to talk about. Yay! Three for uh, the price of one. Three for the price of one. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about, about, sorry, I'm Canadian, is <laughs> um, is what our Emmy scores were. When last we met, we chose our Emmy picks because the Emmys were two weeks ago. <laughs> and um, And I have to say, as someone who watched more of the shows that were nominated than the other guy who didn't... Mm-hmm. Um, you outclassed me in the Emmy choices and Woo-hoo! wins. That's right. <laughs> in fact, you doubled my score. <gasps> Gasp. Eric chose eight correct and I chose four correct. But alas, uh, depressing wins. Uh, no Emmy, no peace <laughs> for uh, my favorite uh, pick for best supporting actor in a drama. He did not mm-hmm. win. Alas, Jonathan mm-hmm. Banks. Which was dumb. Oh, well, what you well, gonna do? So the good news is Peter Dinklage won, which actually boosted Game of Thrones to a record-breaking Emmy win night of twelve. And so my social media day the next day was very easy <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's all I all I needed to talk about, and I got a whoop whoop on every uh, on every post I made. So that was good. Um, Anyway, so congrats to Game of Thrones, of course, and HBO. They did very well. Mm -hmm. But the other one that I wasn't sure about, uh, but that won a lot more than expected, I'm just looking at my notes right now, but Jenkins won Best Actor, Frances McDormand won Best Actress, and the best uh, drama was, or limited drama was, um, oh, Best Director was Kittredge as well. Um, And I think it won the Best a writing one, and it was the best limited series. Olive Kidridge? Olive Kidridge. So mm-hmm. what I did on Monday morning is I watched Olive Kidridge, and oh. I watched the first one. Uh, each one's uh, an hour plus, but there are only four. I think the first one's almost, uh, maybe it's almost two or one and a half. Anyway, watched the first one Monday night, and then I watched like all the rest within the next three days. Oh and my! And absolutely, absolutely loved it. I loved mm. it. Um, anyway, so congrats to Olive Kittredge. Congrats to Game of Thrones. Very sorry, Mr. Banks. They'll, but you'll be a shoe in next year because um, I don't know why. No reason. <laughs> um, but we still love you. Uh, so yeah. So. Oh, so the other thing we did is we started watching TV in September. And uh, if you tuned in three weeks ago or four or five, anyway, (laughs) if you tuned in a while back, Mm -hmm. we did our, um, we went through all the premieres in September and made a nice running list. And while we did that, I actually kept my own list as we were chatting about them. And some I was like, ew, I wouldn't want to watch that. And you were like, I'm going to watch that. And so I wrote, I kind of wrote a list of stuff that I would check out based on that, that podcast. Hmm. So thanks for doing that podcast. Um, so now we can do October previews and I'll do the same thing. Even though some have already, well, one has started anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and when we're done, I wouldn't mind going back and talking about September, just to talk about what we've watched, if any, mm-hmm. and and how they're stacking up. I actually put scores out of ten on mine. Oh my goodness, dedicated. And one of them I wrote down to check out, and then uh, beside it for the score, I just put no per Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see what that is in short in short enough time. But in the meantime, tell us what's starting in October. Well, uh, what just premiered the other day on the 2nd, on Friday, mm-hmm. was uh, Dr. Ken on ABC, a show that uh, stars a um, star that you might have seen on Community. Mm-hmm. And, and The Hangover. And Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have not seen it. Um, I don't know, a medical drama just wasn't tripping my trigger. So no, I, it's a medical comedy. Or, yeah, med- uh, sorry, medical comedy. Uh, that's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, I forgive you. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just not into it. I don't think. Um, yeah, not, not really for me. I find him hilarious, and so I will watch. Uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Do you remember? Ken? Uh, is, no, <laughs> it, no. <laughs> I, I think it is though, isn't it? <laughs> I think uh, yeah, his first real name is Ken, but I can't remember his last name. For the life of me, uh, it's it's Ken thingy. <laughs> Shoot. Anyway, I I like him. I find oh his his name's Ken Young. Oh okay. Um, I find him hilarious, so I will give it a shot. Mm-hmm. My husband agreed that he wants to watch every first episode of a brand new show this fall with me, and he will drop off after one or two or three, even if I stay on. But he's mm-hmm. he's just letting me know what. Uh, you know, so, so far I keep thinking, oh, you know, the more he drops off, the, then I can watch them like, you know, late at night after he's in bed or early in the morning, I can just plow through mm-hmm. instead of waiting for him to be available. Nope. He likes them all. <laughs> he likes everything <laughs> we've started watching. So, oh, wow. uh, Dr. Ken might be one I can watch in peace or not want to watch after one. So we'll check it out. Mm-hmm. It's on my list to check out. Uh, next is on the 7th. American Horror Story Hotel on FX. And I'm uh, making my way through last season, and uh, which was a freak show. And I'm, of course, uh, much looking forward to Hotel because mm-hmm. uh, I love, I heart American Horror Story. And so I expect uh, good things. Me too. Me too. I'm, uh, I just finished three and I'm just about to start four in my spare time. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'll be I'll be watching it too, but I'll I'll be a little farther behind you. Also, a, a very quick note: the sixth, seventh, and eighth are big, big CW days because that will see the premieres, season premieres of The Flash, iZombie, Arrow, Supernatural, The Vampire Diaries, and the originals. So, if you're right. into those uh, deals, as I am, right. Uh, next. Um, Oh, so just a quick note. When we did September, we went through all the shows that are premiering on all the days, not just first time shows, but, mm. you know, the return of. So we're not going to do that for the for the sake of time today. But, um, yeah, just that a lot of shows have uh, tons are premiering tonight, like I, like five of my favorite shows are premiering tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> so it's it's been a crazy couple of weeks. So. Um, okay, so on the 9th, October 9, which is next Friday, uh, Red Oaks will be premiering. And that is an Amazon series um, that is, uh, it got positive reviews, the the pilot. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B plus, 
Mm -hmm. uh, set in a suburban New Jersey country club in 1985, Mr. Green's pilot is not a send-up of 80s coming-of-age comedies or even a tribute to them, but surprisingly straightforward extension of the genre. Hmm. It's in this. It's as if the spirits of John Hughes, Harold Ramis, and the young Richard Linklater had all gotten together to consult. So, like, I didn't want to watch it until I read that review. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, sure, right? So, mm -hmm. I might, I might give it a try. If not, when it's airing, maybe in the off seasons, give you know, like the way I did Transparent. Mm, like mm -hmm, once it mm -hmm. comes to Show Me or Crave or Hulu, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because watching something on Amazon as it airs is not going to be easy or possible for me. Right. Uh, next uh, is on Monday the 12th, a show on the CW called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend premieres. <laughs> and I'm turned off by this immediately because... I know why. Uh, oh, no. you do Well, uh, I don't know anything about the show. I'm just uh, going straight off the title. And uh, I don't like it because of just for... I don't know. I know this is a crazy overreaction that is that makes no sense, but I don't like it for feminism reasons because Crazy Ex Girlfriend paints uh, it's a stereotype that paints women as not as threatening as uh, by default as guys. Because if a guy was quote unquote crazy ex boyfriend, you know, he'd be like a stalker and it would mm. be awful and it would be wrong, not something to make fun of. Right. But Whereas if someone, uh, you know, is a girlfriend throws a red sock in your whites kind of thing. Right. You know, then it's somehow like adorable or cute or, you know, it's not as threatening. So it takes that threat well, less seriously, crazy, you know. Right. It's quirky. And Whereas so, least, yeah, I and, know what you mean. And so right away, I'm like, no, fuck the show. I don't care. And so, right. uh, but then I read the log line uh, and it says, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it's an upcoming American musical comedy. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> it said musical. Exactly. I so I have two it's reasons not to see this. So for the sake of our listeners, the series will follow Rebecca Bunch, a single woman, and her elusive pursuit of her longtime soulmate, Josh, who dumped her while they were dating in high school in 2005, blah, blah, blah. But, and yes, she's very stalkery, but the, the, the title of the first two episodes, the first one's Josh just happens to live here and Josh's girlfriend is really cool. So, I mean, already it's all about, you know what I mean? She's put the guy on a pedestal to the point where the show creator is starring in it. Basically, oh, what I'm really? trying to say... That's yes. neat. That's cool. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the show's creator got dumped <laughs> and took it out on a show. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Which, I mean, which is probably true of all music shows and movies out there and probably some video games, but um, <laughs> it doesn't mean we have to watch. <laughs> right? Right. I wouldn't want to sit with her in therapy either, so... Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see what's next. After oh, the next oh. I'm so excited. I'm uh, so that uh, that same night, um, on the twelfth, is uh, the seasoned premiere of Fargo, and I'm Yay. dying to see what they're going to do with it. Uh, I really right. have no idea. I haven't read any material or any previews or any. I haven't seen any trailers. It's all uh, ice cold uh, knowledge, and so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm so excited. Uh, the like, previous season was awesome, very good, and so oh, yeah. I don't think the previous season had a single misstep. And it's so rare. You know what? I think you might be right. Yeah. Like, it's just a perfect, perfect piece of television. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. hopefully they can live up to that first one. I love all the characters in it. I don't know if it's going to be return the same characters returning or new a new story. I have no idea, but I'm excited to find out. 
Um, on Friday, the 16th of October, there's a show called Truth Be Told premiering uh, on NBC. And I'm, as you can hear me, quickly typing to see what it is. Yeah, I um, haven't heard of it. Truth be told. The series revo revolves around two diverse couples who are best friends and neighbors. They share their observations about the world around them. The show centers around Mitch, a college ethics professor who is determined to change the part of the world he lives in today. Alongside Mitch is his wife of five years, Tracy, who's an attorney and loving mom to their four-year-old daughter, Sadie. Right next door is Mitch's best friend, Russell, stand-up comedian, and often Mitch's voice of reason. But Russell's new wife, Angie... Who also keeps him in check. The show is loosely based on the life of creator and executive. So I don't know. It's Paul, Mark Paul Gosler is Mitch. That's the only name I know in it. I don't know that name. Oh, yes, you'd you'd know him if you saw his face. He's um mm -hmm. he's the guy. He's he was best known for Saved by the Bell. He's Zach, and then he's played a whole bunch of. Um, oh, okay. Lawyers since then, like mm -hmm. raising the bar, Franklin and Bash. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it looks like, uh, you know, as soon as I read the synopsis, I'm like, oh, I actually might like that, just because I, I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not. It's a sitcom. It used to be called People Are Talking. That's what it was called in production. Um, anyway, so it's gonna. It's going to be a Friday night on NBC on the 16th. Hmm. I, I might check it out just, you know, <laughs> in my spare time. <laughs> Why do they all sound so good? I'm really hope. Now I'm hoping for cancellation. <laughs> it's like, oh, they canceled Minority Report? Oh, well, too bad. I really liked it. But it's okay. There's five other shows that are just as good and dramatic and running through the streets of New York. Anyway. <laughs> uh, speaking of feminism, the next premiere is on the 26th. And it's not really a premiere, but anyway, it's uh, Supergirl on CBS mm -hmm. at 8.30. And I'm very much looking forward to that show. And why I say it's not really a premiere is that the note here says uh, time slot premiere is November 2nd at 8 p.m. So I assume this so it's is like, like a little sneak peek. Yep, a little sneak peek. Uh, so you can uh, see what that's all about. And I, uh, like I say, much looking forward to it. Uh, looks really nice, really good. And it seems to be treating its subject, you know, seriously and not, uh, you know, uh, goofily or anything like that. So, okay. yeah, I'm, yeah. You want to know hopes. the weird thing? I do. I'm the one that watched every single episode of Smallville and every single episode of of Marvel Agents of Shield and et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Uh, Daredevil. Uh, this one, whenever I see the previews, I'm like, no interest, not interested. No, that's it. That I don't is know interesting. what it is. She doesn't compel me at all. The actress, I don't mm -hmm. find as nearly as interesting or compelling as the actress that was Supergirl on Smallville. I thought she was a really, she was really. Oh yeah, Laura Vandervoort. Oh, she was great. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. um, but not only that, it's like the story and the lines they're pulling out for the previews, like for the brief 30-second slots where they're oh, like, mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, I don't like the way, this is so petty. I don't like the way she runs down the alley before she flies. It's like, why is she running like a trucker? I don't understand. She's a girl. Girls can run without their fists pounding under their chin. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, I don't. I don't, it's so petty. <laughs> the story might be great, and she might be a great actress. I have no interest. I feel you know I feel guilty for. Not there was an another interest. series where you were talking about how the person runs, and it was getting on oh, your nerves. Two more. Oh no! Don't get me started. <laughs> it's, 
it's the lead in Grey's Anatomy how she walks like she's on <laughs> like she's a puppet. Yeah, she walks like a marionette where her her, her legs like aren't connected to her hips. <laughs> but then the other one is I I decided it's a Shonda Rhimes thing because the lead in How to Get Away with Murder and the lead in Scandal they all walk like they're stomping like they all walk <laughs> like they've got lead in the in the bottom of their shoes and they're like clunk clunk clunk. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if it's a wide-hipped thing. I don't know why, but it's like, dude, if I saw that on camera and I was the director, I'd be like, "Let's do this from the waist up, shall we?" <laughs> like, don't show them walking. But Supergirl running, she runs like a 3-year-old who's chasing <laughs> after her little brother, and I don't whatever. It's, it's horrible. I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible. I've just set women back 20 years. I'm a horrible human being. Ah, oh, dude, there are guys that run that bug me too. But I'm just saying, when women run, it's I it's, I take it personally. <laughs> I, I see. I don't know why. There's something wrong with me. Uh, anyway, you watch Supergirl, and if it's good, tell me because I will give it a shot. Okay. But until then, I will not. Uh, the next day, uh, the 27th, is a premiere on ABC called Wicked City, and it's a procedural set in, I think, Los Angeles. L.A., yep. And, uh, yeah, focuses on two LAPD detectives, uh, Jeremy Sisto, who uh, is very good. Uh, we've all seen him in a ton of other other things. And Gabriel, Gabriel Luna? I don't recognize that name. But uh, they search for... he's new-ish. Mm, uh, they search for a pair of romantically linked serial killers, ter- mm-hmm. terrorizing the Sunset Strip. So It's kind mm-hmm. of a Bonnie and Clyde-ish thing, I think, is mm-hmm. what's happened, right? They mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like these two people get together and he's like hey want to have some fun and she's thinking ooh kinky and he's thinking ooh let's kill people and she's like oh that was fun <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah not the girl next door at all but it looks I just saw a preview last night for the first time and oh, it really? looked really good yeah mm. it's it's considered a true crime genre procedural drama erotic thriller hmm. well uh, it sounds interesting enough that I'll see what the pilot is all about me too, me too. And lastly, on Halloween, no less. I know, I know. Is I'm the so premiere excited. on Stars, which, uh, you, by the by, if you don't have Stars, you can see Stars' original programming on an app called Stars Play, which mm-hmm. you can download onto your mobile device or your Xbox. If you're American. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is uh, the premiere of Ash versus Evil Dead. Yee, squee. I know, but and, look who it's starring. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I have seen previews, I'm so and I am there is much excite. I'm it, so. It excited. looks really good. It really, really does. So it stars Bruce Campbell. Yes, yes. Who's, who's like who's one of my favorite human beings on the planet? <laughs> um, it's also created by Sam Raimi, who I believe did the original mm-hmm. uh, the Evil Dead series. That's which correct. Were fantastic so if you're into zombies if you're not into zombies if you like to laugh whatever just go see this it's just i love how it transcends genres i love i love bruce campbell in anything i love that he he, you know when when he's dead and gone people will probably discuss the fact that he could not act his way out of a paper bag and it didn't matter because he was so awesome like his sheer force of will, saying the lines and doing what he was supposed to do in every scene, just it didn't matter. It doesn't even matter if you connect. You just have to come and stand here and say those things, and you're perfect. <laughs> yep. that, right? Like, does he not strike you as 
because of course he's in he's been phenomenal in Burn Notice and he was just awesome in the Evil Dead movie so and Army of Darkness and awesome awesome awesome. Um, awesome. yep. Uh, it it shall be the season's best horror comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you're tricking us. <laughs> um, uh, so. Uh, next week, let's talk about November premieres and mid-season premieres. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. in the meantime, uh, I want to talk about September. Not everything that premiered, because mm-hmm. we've already talked about Colbert and how great it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if... So I'm going to go through my list of stuff that I wanted to check out based on our show. And ah. you can tell me if you saw them. And then you tell me what you've watched. How's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, dokie. Or jump in. Well, okay, let's go down the list. Late show, we both watch, we both love. Mm-hmm. Did you watch The Bastard Executioner? Uh, it's recorded, but I haven't seen it yet, and I regret it. I almost watched it uh, last night, but I was too tired. So I haven't, so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put wait for Eric. Okay. Because I really want to know if it's worth watching, but I really don't want to slog through it if it's not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to see one if it's not. Right, best right. Time, best time ever with Neil Patrick Harris. I give this a 6 out of 10. I give it a 6 instead of a 5 because I'm enjoying it, which means I'm going to keep watching it. I've seen 3. Mm-hmm. But the reason I give it a 6 and not an 8 or 9 or more is because it's it's sort of, it's really over the top, but it's also sort of creepy. Like, they'll have someone in the mm-hmm. audience and they actually literally stalk them to the point where, like, in the very first episode, it's like, hi, how are you tonight? You know, and it's all live, which makes it extra super creepy, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, hi, how are you tonight? And they're like, oh, we're good. And how are you? Good. And he's like, um, you know, uh, it's really good to see you guys. And they're like, sure. He's like, you've never met me before, have you? And they're like, no. He goes, which is strange because I've been a lot of the same places you've been. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you got married last week. And they're like, or whatever, last month or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm. what? And he's like, I was at your wedding. And then it shows their photo shoot, like someone's videotaping their photo shoot, and he's running past in the background at their wedding. Hmm. Like he's at, Neil Patrick Harris is there, and then he's like, "Oh, not only that. Remember when you did this? I was. The, I remember when you were at the. Remember when you were at the Super Bowl?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, I was there." And he's in the mascot costume, and he runs up to them, and he's like, it just shows him inside the costume, and it shows mm-hmm. them. So they just do all this stuff, right? So they do super, but then they also do like live karaoke where people sitting in their living rooms can win money if they guess the right words. And they have, uh, you know, the singers of the karaoke song Mm -hmm. that they're doing that night are guest stars singing it live. And they do a big end of show show, which is like a big, you know, Mm -hmm. peace artists come swinging out and they sing and dance and i mean it's just fun it's just crazy i think it's hmm. just heavily borrowed from kind of the japanese kind of or Spanish. oh i see i see i see hmm. only they made it more american where mm-hmm. you know we're sending you to hawaii or we're going to a football game or whatever hmm. anyway and they have so what they have different every week is the person that sings the karaoke song so they had CeeLo green singing forget you and they had gloria Gaynor singing i will survive and they also have a different guest announcer every week so someone's in the announcer booth like they had alec baldwin and they had reese witherspoon so oh, that's neat yeah that part's kind of neat um yeah so it's just fun it's just silly fun and i really wish it was half an hour instead of an hour but that would be really hard to pull a whole live show together in that mm. short a time so anyway i give it a six uh, the next show is one that you hammered on me to watch. You would not. You were unrelenting, and so I finally broke. 
<laughs> he broke my will. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and so I watched uh, Life in Pieces. And yes, it is funny. It is uh, It is good. I added uh, one pass for it. And so I shall uh, be watching all of the new episodes. Yep. I gave it an eight. Um, Life Next in Pieces. Yeah. Blind Spot. Next is Blind Spot on NBC. Girl in a bag found in the middle of Times Square. They unzip it. She's mm-hmm. naked, covered with tattoos, including the name of an FBI agent. The fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have not seen it. Want to, though. Uh, I've seen it. We have seen two. Mm. And it's very strong. I mm. gave it a seven. Mm. Uh, nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Nothing that jumps out like, if they cancel it tomorrow, I won't cry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just solid. It's just well done, well acted. The premise is unique and interesting. Uh, there's some stuff we're looking at and going, what? That would never, well, yeah, that's <laughs> flimsy. But other than that, it's good, solid action. She's excellent. It's a good, it's a good show if you like strong women, uh, strong, you know, strong mm-hmm. women in, uh, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, you skipped a show, a minority report on Fox oh. on the same night. Uh, I gave that a seven too. Uh, I have not seen it, but Spousal Unit has, and uh, she reports that it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I've seen one, um, and we have the second one waiting for us. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely pretty good. It's solid. Again, it's well acted. It's well cast. The premise is, is really great, what they've taken from the movie, and mm-hmm. I won't spoil anything. But, yeah, again, they're, they're so similar. So we're watching four that are similar to this. And I think it's be it's these are falling on the heels of the popularity and success of the blacklist. So mm. blind spot, minority report, limitless and quantico. Mm. I see. Yeah. And uh, so um, because limitless is on the next night, let me just say out of all four of those limitless mm. is my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. I give it an 8.5. I had uh, low expectations for it. I didn't want to watch it anyway, as I uh, indicated. But uh, still, I thought it would be me. Of but them. if you're choosing, if you're choosing to watch Blind Spot, Minority Report, Quantico, or Limitless, I would watch Limitless because it's out of all of them, it's the most fun. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And it's probably the least far-fetched. Quantico might be the least far-fetched, but it's. It's less far-fetched than, like, Minority Report's the most far-fetched in Blind Spot Second. Limitless could actually, I mean, it's still far-fetched, but it's just more real. It's more, mm-hmm. you know, it just feels more authentic that way. Love the actors in it. I would have thought Quantico would be the most authentic because there's nothing, I had thought, nothing supernatural or, high, you know, super science about it. It's just right. all real so life. It, but but yeah, you're saying it's, uh, even as uh, taking place in modern day, this universe, it's still... It, it's still less it's just, real than, uh, you know, super drug and super science. Oh, real. Okay. So it could happen, but it just seems the least, the least possible to actually, I don't even know how to explain hmm. it. I feel like I can relate more to the people in Limitless than in Quantico. Oh, hmm. interesting. But I've only seen one of Quantico and I've seen two of Limitless. So mm-hmm. Limitless is just great. You should give that a try. And and Spousal Unit would love it. On the same night as uh, Limitless, Limitless were uh, two shows that I think are on opposite ends of the scale. Yeah. Yes. Um, the first <laughs> one, uh, Scream Queens on Fox. I wasn't, you know, sure what to make of the show before I saw it. You know, went in with an open mind, and I stopped watching like uh, twelve minutes into it, and with a very decided nope. 
and this show is dead to me forever. <laughs> it is terrible. That's so it's too bad because you were looking forward to it, and the mm-hmm. people in it look really great. Yeah, 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 uh, for sure. Uh, but it it's I don't need to elaborate much more than saying it's just it just misfires at every possible opportunity, and I has it has no interest for me at all. I don't. I think the principal reason is that um, I care. I not only don't care about the characters, but I actively dislike the characters in the. Oh, that's too it, bad. And so uh, the dangers, in parentheses, uh, that they might face, um, you know, I interpret more as well. They might get eaten by a monster. Then good, mm-hmm. <laughs> that character then will be dead. And right. I, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just uh, yeah, nope, pass. But the other thing that appeared uh, that premiered that same night uh is the muppets and i wasn't quite sure what to make of that you know i I like the muppets just fine but i'm not a muppet super fan or anything Mm -hmm. and so i didn't know what to expect or what it would be like you know and it had been so long since i'd seen the muppets i you know didn't quite remember everything all of that but Mm -hmm. i watched it and the writing on the muppets is brilliant it's great it's really good i love this show it's fantastic it's if you are an adult you will um just go uh uh, love this show to death if you are a wee one you will not understand what is going on at all (laughs) so this is so weird to me because based on what you said last week you were like oh and did you see the muppets yet i was so impressed i'm so excited and i was like really okay because i wasn't I, I would watch it sort of incidentally if it was nearby or going mm-hmm. through the channels, but not sit down to watch it. So I sat down with husband and kids to watch it. And by halfway through, I had lost my spouse and one child. <laughs> like they wandered off. They're like, yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> They're far more into the one that played in the 70s and 80s. Oh, mm-hmm. like the variety show mm-hmm. rather than her, it being a late night show. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you why I loved in the in the season opener, I loved the whole Fozzie Bear storyline. Loved. Mm-hmm. Loved Kermit. Love, you know, Scooter. I love all those storylines. Mm-hmm. Really liked the stu- like the shout outs to the band and all those, you know, uh devices and stuff. Do not cannot stand Miss Piggy or abide her. So the fact that she's the star <laughs> It just ruins it for me. Oh, not, really? Wow. Not like, oh, I hate her, but it's okay because everybody hates her, so it's fun to watch hate mm-hmm. her. It's like, I don't even want her on the show. I want her to be <laughs> on vacation. Wow, I'm really setting women back right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. like, I never liked her character. I never, I never, she just reminds me of my step-grandma, who, who was the same, belligerent, spoiled, entitled, bossy, shrill, Oh, wow. The, the moments that they use to soften her are too few and far between to to rescue that character for me ever. Mm. And so the only reason I ever disliked any Muppet show ever was because of her. And then she, she's a central figure. Obviously, it's about mm-hmm. Miss Piggy and Kermit um, in this. So it's like, it's too bad because I like everything else and it was cute. And I finished it out and Amanda liked it and Brad liked it. But we were like, would you watch this every week? And they're like, no. And I'm like, neither would I. Alas. <laughs> and it's because of her, and that makes mm-hmm. me sad because I love everybody else in it. And I thought the mm-hmm. guest stars were were great. The mm-hmm. guy from Justified that played the wannabe father-in-law, you know, his girlfriend's dad. Oh, right, right, right. That mm-hmm. guy, when when Rick and I saw him, we were like, this is 
perfect. Like he's so <laughs> he's so great in everything he ever does. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, so I was I was disappointed that I didn't like it more, but I couldn't get past. No, it's a legit complete. Yeah, I understand uh, completely. Oh, I, do? okay. I I don't have uh, such a reservations. I like the she's far enough in the background to the story, even though she's uh, quote unquote central. Uh, she's far enough in the background that they seem to be concentrating more on Kermit and uh, other players, other characters, and so yeah, it does bother me. So I'm I'm in it to win it, and yeah, uh, like I, I say, the writing is really good. And uh, I totally agree with that. It really is. So uh, yeah, I'm. I like it. I'll, I'll continue to watch. Uh, the next show I haven't seen, uh, Rosewood on Fox. It was the next night. Rosewood. What's that about? So Rosewood is a, I think it's another um, guy investigating a crime. I, I, it didn't really jazz for me, so I didn't put mm. it on my, on my calendar. So I haven't seen it either. Um, the next uh, show is uh, Heroes Reborn. <laughs> uh, haven't seen it yet. Nope. Not gonna. Yeah, I have. I don't. I really. Nope. I just uh, put wait for Eric. So if you're not going to watch it, I'm just taking it off my list. Uh, the next show, uh, The Player, I was actually looking forward to. It sounded interesting. Yeah. Did you watch? I did. And it's dumb. It's uh, just another story about a guy who joins an organization with magic powers. Okay. Uh, I just put no. Uh, because uh, that was on my to watch list and I just put no per Eric. Yep. Yeah, uh, for example, uh, you know, he's. Um, his uh, love interest is murdered in the pilot, and that becomes the basis for him to uh, go searching for his killer, the, her killers, right. um, you know, throughout the series. And to uh, he joins a secret organization. Uh, they want him to do things for him, and he thinks that he can use their resources to help him find, find out who the killer. Right. But the problem is the secret organization is like magic. For instance, he can call up on the phone and need some obscure security code for oh, a... it's the Illuminati. Yeah, a yeah. security code for a system in a casino or something like that. And they right away, and it's right here, you know, press these six numbers and you're in. All right. And so, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I just find that tiresome. I'm just not... Isn't it? Isn't I'm just not into, mm-hmm, yeah, I uh, just, uh, I don't know. I just am weak with the magic power level of things like that. There's enough of that in uh, Marvel agents of right. shield. And so, yeah, I, I guess my magic powers, you know, technology has magic powers in organizations. The bucket is full. So. Then you won't like blind spot or minority, but you might like limitless just because he's a regular Joe. Who's like, He's like you. He's like, what? Holy crap. The what? That can't happen. And then when it does, it's a lot of fun. Mm. Mm. Like, it's just mm. really human. Um. So, yeah. Okay. So, the player I was going to... Actually, it was on my list. I'm taking it off. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the male star is pretty hunky, though. So yeah, but that. that's not enough to draw me. Yeah. Hey, you know what? As much as I like to beat up... Wait. That doesn't sound right. Women. Um, <laughs> um, if there's, uh, yeah, a handsome dude's not enough to attract me to a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next uh, there has to be one other factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the next uh, show uh, neither of us are into, uh, Blood and Oil. Uh, the show after that is uh, Quantico, though I heard someone somewhere pronounce it Quantico, 
and that annoyed the hell out of me. Who says oh, Quantico? No. It's Quantico. Everybody knows it's Quantico. Why are you saying right. Quantico? But Maybe anywho, they're from another country. Was it a French person? <laughs> I don't know. And so, like, honestly, um, uh, Quantico <laughs> didn't have any interest uh, to, for me. But uh, you're saying it's not really. It's I the worst of the four. No. I gave it a, no, no, oh. no, no, no. Okay, so Blind Spot seven, Minority Report seven, Quantico eight. Oh, I see. Limitless eight point five, Quantico eight because it's like I want to know what the heck is going on. Because, mm. good mystery. Yeah, but they give you a lot in the first episode. It's not like mm-hmm. they don't end it with her sitting there going what. They end it with her going wait a minute and you going oh you like they give you a lot. Like they give you, it's got so many characters, like eight or something, that it really gives you a lot of information about right away. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, but instead of not being able to digest it all, they do it in such a way. Um, oh, it's good. It's well done. Oh. First, they show to them leaving home to come to Quantico and how they mm-hmm. do it. And then they show them when they get there, they show their roommate assignments and how they interact with the roommates, but then they show how they interact in training and then they show how they interact in the mock interviews they have to give each other to learn a secret about each other. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it gets, it gets super interesting. Hmm. Yep. Uh, the next show is uh, the daily show with Trevor Noah. And have you seen it? God, I've seen everyone. Me too, me too. (laughs) Uh, I enjoyed it. I think he's going to be a great host. He has something I did not expect is that he has a certain amount of suave to him that uh, just kind of stands out and uh, I find endearing and I can't wait to see more. He's dreamy. Oh, yeah. I love him. I just love him. But he's funny. Mm -hmm. And he's He's able to laugh at himself. He's able to laugh at situations. Like the, when you think about where he came from, which he's he's very open about and it's very ready for him to access, which I like. It's not like he's put it behind him. You know, he's proud of how far he's come and why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like that. I find him completely endearing. I thought, oh, I have one note for him and Colbert both, which is I'm very sorry there was a mass shooting during your first couple of weeks but you both they both kind of said something and moved on quickly mm-hmm. like they both kind of ha- I thought Stephen did a little bit better job maybe just because he's older and more seasoned and has had a show before mm-hmm. Trevor Noah uh, he didn't do a great job of I don't know if you saw that one I haven't seen either it? one uh, yet but I uh, plan to I'm going yeah to. so his was Friday Colbert did a Colbert did a good job of kind of you know, giving the slap on the wrist. Trevor Noah was more, I, I, I'm honestly, I'm new at this. I don't know what to say or do. I'm just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but then he moved on, but he kind of said, but my job is to make people laugh. So I'm going to do that now. And then he said something, you know, and then he launched into the funny stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was fine, but it just seemed like, oh crap, I got to do this. So he just sort of got oh, through mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas Stephen Colbert was like, oh crap, I got to do this. No, I got to do this. Mm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll be interested to hear what you have to say. That was the only thing that didn't feel genuine. I don't know if it was nerves or I don't know if he was annoyed by it, cutting into what, he, you know, getting down to the business of what he's supposed to do, which is make us all laugh to forget how 
fucked up everything is. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt bad for any of them that they have to do it. I just feel bad for people in in Oregon, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is it Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. Oregon, see? Is it Quantico? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are we done? Are we no, done uh, are uh, we there, done? there are three more shows. Okay. Uh, grandfathered? What was that? Oh, okay. I remember. That's Uncle Jesse becomes a grandpa. No, but the ads look so good. I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. every time I see an ad for it, I almost put it onto my list. I'm this <laughs> close, Eric. I'm this close. Stop me. <laughs> uh, the next show is The Grinder. What's that about? I totally forgot. Okay, so The Grinder, I'm going to start watching. We haven't watched it yet, but it's on our list. We're going to watch mm-hmm. it because it's very funny, and I can't remember what it's about. <laughs> um, uh, it's It's... Single camera legal comedy. The t- debut. Oh right, right with Rob Lowe. Yes, that one. But the other guy, Fred Savage, is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just looks really funny. Um, uh, he goes to work as a lawyer after. Oh, after his long-running television series, The Grinder, on which he played a lawyer, ends. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, his family are actual lawyers who run an actual law firm. So, having believed that his television experience would make him qualified to be a lawyer, he decides to join their firm despite only having played one on TV. <laughs> I just think it's so. But the ads for this one look really funny too. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch it and I will report back. And uh, the last show that premiered in October is uh, Code Black in September. Or September, yes, sorry. And it's a you know, medical drama, and I'm kind of done with medical dramas, I think, forever. Sure, sure. Because uh, the more I think about them, the less I want to watch it, it mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what it is. And I watch all of them, so you don't have to. Excellent. <laughs> Full uh, service. And I will watch Code Black. I really love Marsha Gay Harden. I do, too. I, lo- I love her in everything she ever does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ever, ever. She just did a stint on How I Met Your Mother, too, or How I Met Your Mother, How to Get Away with Murder. She she came on as the sister-in-law and was phenomenal in a two or three show arc. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she's the star of Code Black, and I love her, so I will watch because of her, actually, not because it's a it's a medical drama, which I love. My husband has no interest in it, so it's one I can whittle away when he's not around. So mm-hmm. I'll watch and report back. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, it wasn't, uh, yeah. So even though we call it 30 minute series, it was about 43 minute series today, but that's okay. Cause it was three for the price of one. Uh, that's correct. Um, was, was there any, was there anything else that you, was uh, there any other news? Um, I just want to say that, uh, the, I've seen the first two episodes of the new season of Dr. Who, and they are very good. I enjoyed them uh, quite a bit. The most recent one, I forget the name of it off the top the of my head. Which one? Yep. Um, was, was something super good and um. Uh oh the the witch is familiar. Yes. Oh, was that the first one? Uh, no, the ma- first one is the magician's apprentice, and the second right. one is the uh, the witch is familiar. They're so good. And. It, oh, they were, t- but it was a two part. It mm-hmm. was the same thing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. I uh, enjoyed them quite a bit. So if you are a uh, Who fan and you haven't seen them and you're kind of nervous about the new season, uh, don't be nervous. The new season is good. Yeah. So the new season did for me what episode three of the, of the tenant season did, which is 
ooh, I hate the new doctor. I want the old one back. Ooh, I hate him. I hate him. And then it's like, oh, I love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Capaldi grew on me only slightly last season, but this season I'm like, I love him. <laughs> no, I, I love him. I've loved uh, Capaldi from the get go because he, you know, his image and everything is to me what I think the doctor should be. And so I'm all sure. in on, on uh, Capaldi. Yeah, no, I didn't just because he was sort of, he was sort of crankier than I wanted him to be. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, can, I know I there have that. been doctors that were cranky, but they, he was just a little, but oh, these two, these first two episodes of this season just fixed it all for me. Just mm-hmm. made it mm-hmm. all better. Yep, yep. Season nine is a winner. It's off to a great start. Uh, we all know we're losing Clara at Christmas time and mm-hmm. that doesn't bother me. <laughs> uh, I like her. She's fine. Oh, I like her too. I love her, but I like when they shake it up. I love what Donna did for for Tenant, for example. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like when when it gets shaken up a bit like that. So anyway. Um, also, uh, the episode uh, "The Witch is Familiar" has the base has the best uh, facepalm line in the history of Doctor Who. And uh, <laughs> that is when um, Davros says something, uh, talks to the doctor about uh, the, <laughs> it's a, a super rare find, difficult to get. In fact, it's virtually unique <laughs> object and all of Scavros and uh, the punchline to that is, was brilliant. <laughs> it makes me laugh just thinking about it. So yes. Uh, Wait, what, what does he say? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, so, all right. Now I'll I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So I am yeah, looking forward I, to um, the whole October thing things. was very, very, very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think the reason is because she was phenomenal. The the mistress. Oh, she, uh, Missy. Missy is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's played by. Oh, I just had her name in my head. She's excellent. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Uh, she, I, I want her, I want Missy around all the time. She's great. Uh, she yeah. uh, explains who the master is, you know, that character uh, much better than previ- any previous master, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, she's more focused, uh, much sharper character, uh, more witty. Uh, yeah. In every way better. The oh, best. but she's just so, yeah. And leaves, leaves, like nothing is sacred with her. I just mm-hmm. love her. I love her. Her name's Michelle something. Um, yeah, she's phenomenal. And I wrote that to you. I Oh, Michelle Gomez is her name. And I texted you as I was watching the second episode. And I'm like, Gomez is like amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I do. You probably didn't even know who I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um uh, what else have I? W- oh, I watched the season premiere of Sleepy Hollow, which is returning, and it was excellent. Oh, was it? Because a yep. TV line, uh, I just read the headline saying that it premiered way down, you know, from the previous season. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? But, uh, yeah, I'm super anxious to see Sleepy Hollow. I, I, well, I like the show. Basically, I mean, they killed off two bad guys from last year. They got rid of two or three good guys from last year. So they've really rejiggered the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but it was it was solid. It was well done. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, let's see. The season premieres of... What else have I seen? Uh, lots of stuff. 
Last Man on Earth was very good. Scandal was okay. Grey's Anatomy was excellent. But the second one was even better. Blue Bloods was excellent. But the second one was even better. <laughs> like a lot of them are just kind of setting it up. And then mm -hmm. the second episode is spiking, spiking it right over the net. So... And how to get away with murder this season. If you watched last season and you're not sure if you're going to watch this season, watch this season. It's way better, way better than this. It's it's starting to remind me of Damages a lot, the way they they sort of hint at something bad coming mm -hmm. ah. uh, you know, at the start. And then uh -huh. like, you know, two months earlier, you know, mm. so they're doing that, which is really mm. super creepy. <laughs> yeah, I've watched a lot of stuff. <sighs> And now I'm going to hang up on you and go watch more. <laughs> Okie doke. That's fair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at facebook.com forward slash 30 minute series. Tell us what you're watching and what you like and what we should be watching and why. Yes, please. And I'll talk to you next week about November and mid-season premieres and, uh, and about the third episode of Doctor Who, I would imagine. Yes. Ooh. Squeak. And you have homework. You've got to watch Limitless. I know. I have so much homework. I have so much piling up on my DVR. It's uh, becoming a little frowny face. Oh, you and your wife would both of Olive Kittredge, though. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting to like add that somehow. I need to... I'll watch that. I wonder if it's on Hulu. Anyway, I'll... Yeah, definitely definitely going to how I, I can't not check out a show that has so many awards right yeah you, well not just that but it's just Frances mcdormand is amazing in everything she does like i feel like i know the real her after seeing what she's oh wow in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah she's she's phenomenal i'm glad she won the oscar but he's great too jenkins is great everybody in it's just solid it's just a slice of life and what's nice is, oh, this is what I want to tell you. Episode one happens in the 70s, but episode two is sort of 80s and 90s and three and four are today-ish. So you, don't worry when you watch it that you're like, ew, we're back to the 70s. No, you, it's only brief. It's just to give you, uh, uh, it's, it's just basically her life in the past sort of 40 years. But it's not, it doesn't feel historic. It feels like, hey, this was the situation then. And then in episode two, you're like, oh, holy crap, 10 years has gone by, you know? Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so well done. It's really strong. And the music's great. Oh. Which I know is really important to you. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, soundtracks are fine. As long yeah, as... no, the soundtrack's great. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So enjoy. I shall. <laughs> We're doing one of those things where we say goodbye three times, but we never hang up. You hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, for reals, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>